Hey, my loves, it's your girl, Kira the Healer, and you are tuned into Mystic Mommy Podcast. Um, mm, this episode, I didn't even realize I'm in season five. I'm in season five. I can't believe I've been doing this. I, I think it's been like a good three years. Um, so if you have been rocking with me from the beginning, thank you. I love you. Um, so much love, hugs, and kisses. If you want to follow me on Instagram, um, I am at jaguar.lotus.healingstudio. If you want to follow me on TikTok, it's Cure the Healer, YouTube Cure the Healer, and Etsy if you want to shop any spiritual hygiene products, soaps, um, floor washes, uh, spiritual baths, um, fixed candles, all that good stuff. It is um, Jaguar Lotus. Uh, botanica all together, smushed together. But in this episode, we're going to talk about um, <clears throat> predatory priestess and, and priest. I'm I'm going there because I'm sick of this shit. Um, because a lot of these people on Instagram, on TikTok, a lot of these very well-known priest priestess, um, which in the past, I've worked with a lot of people. When I first started doing this, um, I used to do a lot of collaborations I used to work with a lot of people. I'm not going to put anybody's name out there. I'm not going to add nobody, but I've worked with controversial people. I'm going to say that. I worked with people who were very predatory towards other beings, especially in the twin flame community. It's very disappointing because first off, if you know about me, if you know me personally, I I don't want to say I think the whole thing is bollocks. But it is bullshit. The whole twin flame thing. It's traumatizing. It's very traumatizing. I'm not saying that twin flames do not exist. What I am saying is the dynamic of it is very toxic and very traumatizing. As someone who has been traumatized by their twin, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say it again. It is very traumatizing. It is very toxic. Now, in the community, what I do have to say and that I I have observed in the twin flame community is is people i can't i can't say i follow too many twin flame oracles readers or anything like that um from like any men i can't say per se or say that i know any men cuz i try to stay away from that but i do notice it's a whole lot more women and i feel like as women a lot of these these spiritualists are promoting the abuse are promoting your partners being narcissists are promoting um you know, home wrecking. I've seen it. I've witnessed it. I've seen it. I've witnessed it. So this is not like I'm talking completely out of pocket or I'm just talking completely outside of my fucking face because they are promoting very hurtful things in these communities. I cannot say every every single twin flame reader, spiritualist, practitioner, anybody in that community, but I can say a lot of them do promote it. A lot of them do promote the abuse and the narcissism and, and make it feel like it's okay by saying this person has demons on them and da 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 whatever the case is. And this is, I'm scratching the tip of the iceberg when it comes to that, but this is not a twin flame community rant or bash or whatever the fuck this is this is just one example of how i'm talking about predatory priestess and spiritualist um and priest or whatever the case is because i have seen people tell other people that this relationship will not work y'all won't be able to get into union unless you pay a certain amount of money first off when we come here we're all set with a mission right um, even though in the last episode I talked about like, girl, you ain't even supposed to be here, but my mission is to heal, is to heal, to help, to teach, to learn all this other good stuff and experience, right? To experience life because I technically wasn't supposed to be here. So she's like, all right, girl, I'm gonna help you out. You can have like an experience. And I'm like, all right, good look. So 
with that being said, I already know that is the that is the purpose to experience. My purpose was not to sign this contract with somebody, especially I've done a lot of work with the Akashic Records. I've done a lot of work um, with healing in the and the um, Akashic Records and stuff like that, cutting cords, right? Because you can still cut cords, remove people. You can remove a lot of stuff, right? Um, you can do a lot of work. I've had people tell me like, you can never remove your tune. You can never, look, if you work with the right deities, the right beings and whatever the case is, you can do whatever you want to do. You just, you can, you can rearrange contracts, rewrite contracts. You can do a lot of stuff. Okay. Once you start getting really into it, um, you could do a whole lot of stuff. That's all I'm going to say. But I do see people in the community promote like this toxic positivity and, you know, telling people like, you know, union's coming, but in order for you to have union, he's being attacked by these witches in the 3D realm and somebody put voodoo on him. And this is why that y'all can't be together because the karmic third party put voodoo. And it's just kind of like, okay, we're promoting all of these things. We're promoting that, you know, whether you have a curse on your family or whatever the case is, a lot of the times this this is stuff that, yes, it's definitely possible this stuff is going on with you. But nine times out of 10, the point of you hearing this is so that you can heal. If you are hearing that you um, have some kind of curse um, from your mother's side of the family where you can never have a romantic relationship where you always be cursed in your love life, you can do work to heal that, right? Um, it doesn't guarantee you the union because that's not the point. Your point to be here is to exist, is to live the human experience, is to love other beings, to love yourself, not chase after somebody or be in union with somebody who has literally trauma dumped on you and traumatized you and treated you like a sack of shit. But people don't want to hear that. Um, people will just so much rather... Pay the money for someone to lie to them. I think that's also why I don't have clients lined up at the door. People who get readings from me, people who understand me, they know that the readings that I do, I'm going to tell you the 100% truth. I'm not going to sugarcoat shit for you. I'm going to tell you stuff that you don't want to hear. I'm going to tell you stuff that you don't want to like, but I'm always going to tell you the truth and I'm going to do and tell you what's for your best interest. I'm never going to do something to make you feel bad. I'm never going to say something to make you feel bad. I'm just going to be honest with you. Um, but there's people out there who go to these readers. I remember, um, I had a, a client before who went to somebody and she said she went to a reader before and, um, she went to a reader. I'm not going to put all my clients business out there. Cause I don't like doing that. Um, she went to a reader before she came to me. Um, and the reader told her that her boyfriend, the person that she is, with is her twin flame how they're soulmates they're meant to be together and they're gonna have this amazing relationship and when she came to me i was like i can confirm that this person is supposed to be in your life right now sure but i can also confirm that this energy is very karmic this relationship is not going to work out because he's not you're not meant to be with this person you're meant to learn from this person and they were like what do you mean and i'm like you're meant to learn you're i mean at the end of the day all relationships that we have um nothing is ever set in stone we always are meant to learn something from someone some of it might be lifelong some of it might be um temporary some of it might be for a few years but you learn things from these people you learn how to heal yourself you you learn 
from other people. That is the whole experience of relationship dynamics in spirituality in this lifetime for you is to learn from other people. You will always be a lifelong learner and a lifelong teacher, right? Um, so with that being said, I told her, I was like, you basically need to understand that the reason why this person is in your life, because this feels so karmic, is because you're supposed to learn from them. You're supposed to love yourself and learn to love yourself and learn to heal um, your wounds. And she didn't understand that at first. She was very like, which rightfully so. Um, she was very like aggressive. She was agitated. She was very combative. She was like catching an attitude with me. And she was like, well, my friend said this, da, da, da. And I'm like, well, you paid me for a reading. So I don't, I don't know. Um, but um, we end up finding out he did all these horrible things, right? Towards the end of the relationship, we end up finding out everything. Cat was out the bag. Um, but what I'm trying to say is that there are a lot of spiritualists and, and I'm not saying that, um, I don't, I don't believe there are fa false spiritualists. I do believe there are false prophets. Um, I do believe that every, every kind of magic has a place and it's as a place in spirituality. And I'm talking about, you know, what people might consider darker black magic, right? Because I was talking in the previous episode about necromancy and its place in spirituality and healing. Um, I'm also talking about chaos magic. Um, anything that has to do with, you know, retaliation, revenge, anything that has to do with chaotic energy, heavier, darker energy, everything in spirituality, every kind of magic has its place. So that's why I don't really believe in false spiritualists. Um, I do believe that everyone's capable of being a spiritualist. Everyone has their own gifts and, and power. It's just if you choose to follow that calling, right? Um, cause I, because I met so many gifted people and people who, which is basically everybody, people who are very empathetic and very, um, very soft in their nature. Everyone has a gift. Everyone has a purpose. Everyone can practice spirituality. However, I do feel like there are a lot of false prophets, okay? A lot of false priests and priestesses. And I don't even want to, I'm not even talking about people who aren't ordained or people who are not um, initiated, right? Because you can still be an initiated priest or priestess, which I have ran into, and you can be a false prophet. You cannot know what the fuck you are talking about um, and not understand who you are or, the, or what your purpose is or what you're supposed to be doing because you're so filled with ego. And a lot of that, a lot of people who... Um, a lot of people who talk about how great they are, how amazing and all this other stuff, don't get me wrong. Like with me, I'm, I know the work that I do. So I do begin a little bit arrogant, a little bit cocky. Cause if somebody do try to like say something to me, I'd be like, no, I know the work that I do. I, I know how gifted I am. So I'm not going to even go there with you, but there are people out there who will lie to you for money, who will take your money. Um, and I've met people who paid thousands. I'm talking about thousands and thousands of dollars to get stuff removed from them. And you will be surprised how, how many people will do these crazy things like sell their house, sell their home, sell their cars, sell their things in order to get these curses and in order to get these removals done. You'll be surprised. Um, I've known plenty of people who have done it there. 
stop. Sorry, my dog is like grooming himself. That noise just bothers me so much. Um, but yeah. There's people who will sell all these things because somebody told them you have a curse and in order for you to move it, you need to give me $20,000. I've met people, I've met clients that I've had who were dealing with other people um, because like a client who comes to me, they know my line of work, right? Which is I do ancestral readings, I do ancestral practices, I do exorcisms. I, they That's my line of work. I do necromancy, I do candle magic, I do this. But if you're talking about you want a love spell, you want a binding spell, you want a cord cutting, I still do cord cuttings though, and um, Akashic cord cuttings. But if you want a cord cutting from a lover, like certain things, there's just certain things that I, I'm just not going to put my time and energy into. I don't do love spells because I, I'm not into that. It's not that I'm against it because I do self-love rituals and stuff for me, but it's just, it gets too messy. Um, and I don't want to like manipulate nobody's energy or free will or whatever the case is. So I don't really do that. But I have clients who come to me and they'll tell me about the other spiritual stuff they have going on. And they're like, yeah, this person told me. I remember I had to talk a client one time out of paying for something because she was telling me that someone wanted her to pay $4,000 or something crazy. It was just something crazy for something. And I was like, that person's lying. You don't need $4,000 for that. And they were saying that they needed the tools and all this other stuff. Don't get me wrong. Doing exorcisms can get very pricey costly or whatever the case is but when people are just focusing down onto money um and not wanting to help you and they know that they're gifted not helping you without you know you having the money or the resources i just feel like that's a false prophet that's a false priest or priestess i feel like you're you're not living in your true path and when you're living in greed and you're only doing things for money i feel like that's going completely against um not just spiritual practice, but of your purpose of being here, especially being granted these gifts. Because understand, these gifts can be taken away at any time. I've had Reiki, like um, me being disconnected from source, I've had that happen to me before. Um, so it's not something that I play around with. It's not something that I take for granted. I'm very grateful for all my gifts, but there's people who will use that for their advantage and then they become money hungry. And then all they want to do is focus on just getting money and then they're not going to do a ritual. They're not going to do something for you without the money or whatever the case is. And I'm not talking about like a few hundred dollars or whatever to get resources and supply because yes, it do get expensive if you need, you know, depending on a deity because the deity might ask you for something specific. They're like, you know, I need this kind of bath. I need this kind of thing. I need this kind of animal. I need this kind of, so it can get expensive. But people who are charging you $20,000 to do some kind of ritual to reunite you and your twin flame in the 5D, not even guaranteeing that it's going to work in the 3D, that is absolutely ridiculous. And it doesn't even make any sense to me at all um, as to how people can even get away with this because it's very predatory. You're preying on people's the, the thing that gets me so agitated about this, because I feel like myself getting worked up and I'm like, Kira, calm down. <laughs> Kira, calm down. But what gets me so worked up and angry and agitated about this is that people out here truly desire and want love. Not just, you know, which ultimately I'm, I always tell people, if you don't love yourself enough, if you don't love yourself enough, you're not going to ever have love. If you can't put yourself first in a relationship, 
you're never going to find true love because you're going to keep running into people who are going to abuse you, who are going to take you for everything that you have, who are going to take advantage of you, and who are going to treat you like shit. Because at the end of the day, if they know they can get all these things from you, if they can get A, B, and C from you, and you're not requiring for them to do anything at all to return the favor, even though I feel like if you truly love somebody and you do something, it should be done from love. But if you're not getting anything in return and this person is not showing you that they appreciate you being in their life and having you around, you're never going to find true love. You're never going to find you because that is within you. It exists within you. And all you can do is just completely love yourself for who you are in order for it to be returned in favor by somebody. Because if you did love yourself, you would not be with this person. You would not be tolerating this person. You would not be tolerating their bullshit. You would not be putting up with it because you know you deserve better. So with that being said and moving on, um, the fact that people would prey on that prey on people's insecurities, um, prey on people's, you know, desperation to be with somebody, which it, I can always sit here and preach and say like, oh, you deserve to love yourself better. You shouldn't be with that person. I can't tell you what to do. Um, because there's been a point, there's been points where I had very low self-esteem or I didn't love myself enough to where I was tolerating bullshit from somebody. Although I've never resorted to like doing a love spell or going to somebody for something like that. Um, I understand how that feels, which is why I don't shame somebody for it. I shame the practitioner who is telling somebody to spend $20,000 to remove this curse they had on them to reunite this person with the, in the 5D. And the crazy part is they're like, well, even if it doesn't happen in the 3D, um, it happened in the 5D. So like you can still move forward. And it's like, what the fuck is that supposed to even mean? So like you pay $20,000 for somebody to be okay in the 5D, but they'll never be together in the 3D. And this person go, and they're like, you know, time, and I've heard that before. They're like, you know, time isn't real. It's just a construct. And it's like, so this person can wait 30, 40, 60 years. They can be on their deathbed. And then that's when the union happens. So that's why I'm paying $20,000. Like, $20, like, no, if anything, this client needs counseling. They need um, life coaching. They need to make sure that they're okay. Their headspace is okay. They need to make sure that they're good. Um, and that they learn to love themselves so they're not paying $20,000 for somebody to reunite them with somebody who doesn't want them, who's being a narcissist and a trash bag. Like, why are we not talking about that? Um, but yeah, I hate predatory priests and priestess. It's annoying. There's also a lot of them who will sit here and tell you that in order for you to practice certain practices, to work with certain deities, you have to be initiated in that practice. A lot of people don't realize, okay, and I'm I'm not going to put a specific <clears throat> race, ethnicity, or anything out there. I'm not putting anything specific out there. But a lot of gifts and powers and practices are ancestral. When you think about hoodoo, when you talk about voodoo, santeria, candouble, when you talk about these very old practices, right, or even like some ancient practices, um, follow and all, when we talk about this, right? You have to understand this is stuff that our ancestors practice. Um, I, because I have ancestry in Santaria on my father's side and I have 
um, ancient practices on my mother's side because my great grandmother was a medicine woman. My mom was a healer and I am. So I'm a third generation. I'm a healer. Um, this was passed down to me. This was ancestral. All the gifts, the deities that I work with, the deities that have popped up and have come, this is ancestral. This this came with the territory. So whether I wanted this or not, it was already passed down. It was already handed to me. But a lot of people will tell you in order for you to practice, and don't get me wrong, I do feel like there's a purpose in learning these religious systems. There is always a purpose. There's always a reason. There needs to be an understanding as to why your ancestors worship the Orisha or um, practice working with the Orisha or um, Santissima or Candouble um, or any. It, it's important to understand these systems. It's important to understand these powers because these are very strong powers. Do you get what I'm saying? Like working with Santa Muerte working with um, Obatala or working with any of the Orishas, it's a very powerful practice. So the respect needs to come, which is why the education needs to come, which is why the learning needs to come, right? So whether you feel that you need to be an initiate or not, that's completely up to you. Some of it is ancestral, even with voodoo, it is ancestral. If, you're, if you've had uh, mambos inside of your family, priest inside of your family and it goes down to generation, more than likely it will pop up in a reading or it will pop up for you, um, which is why there's some people who pay to be in these practices and there's some people where this stuff comes naturally and ancestrally. However, paying to do the ritual, paying to be initiated, it grants you certain things that probably more than likely you won't ever be able to obtain um, unless you are initiated, whatever it is, some secrets that are passed down. A lot of my stuff is literally ancestral. It's through my great-grandmother, through my mother, word of mouth. So it, it was passed down from my great-grandmother, whoever she had on her side as well, passed down, passed down to my mother, word of mouth, how you heal, how you do certain things, word of mouth, what this is good for, what's that, what's that bad for, word of mouth. So that's how these traditions are passed down. I have a very high respect for these religious systems or for these um, ancestral practices because it is very powerful and it should be respected. It shouldn't just be one day you wake up and you're like, okay, I'm a daughter of Oshun. Now I'm just going to venerate and petition Oshun. No, it comes with respect. It comes with learning. It comes with different things. If you decide to get initiated, whatever that's on you. Um, but I have met priestesses who thought they were better than other people because they were initiated. I met priestesses who thought they knew more than me and they were way older than me and didn't realize that I knew more than them, which it's not a competition. But it is also one of those things where it's like, I deserve to be respected. You're not respecting me because I'm not initiated, um, which I know that is a big argument where people talk about, you can't practice this. You can't do this because you're not initiated. That's fine. But this is an ancestral practice for me. So I practice what I practice for a reason because it's my ancestors practice from both sides. The Santeria, which I had on my father's side, and then um, <clears throat> my mom and my great-grandmother, they are Arawak Indian. So I practice indigenous 
Native American practices um, or, you know, South American, Caribbean Native American practices. So people don't understand. And I think it's very predatory that people can say, you can only have power. You can only have this. You can only have that if you get initiated. If you pay me $30,000 for me to do a ritual in order for me. And I've talked about this before, like with people, um, that how... <clears throat> Priestess will do certain things or priests will do certain things to keep you close to them. Religious systems should have an order. Spiritual practices should have an order. So if you're coming to learn Usui Reiki, if you're coming to learn, and I'm talking about as far as me, if you're coming to learn um, Violet Flame Reiki, if you're coming to learn Quantum Reiki, if you are coming to learn any system of Reiki, right? Because these are, that's an old practice as well, Um light energy, turning light energy, but there's also um, different forms of Reiki that have originated from other places. So these are old systems. So with that being said, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm starting to lose, like, lose thought because I'm getting on a tangent. I'm getting agitated <laughs> talking about this stuff. But it should be a system. When you come to learn, it shouldn't be like, well, you have to do A, B, and C for me first in order for me to do this. And I've seen priestess and priests do that, where you're only in, um, allowed to do this or get access to this. Or I've, I've also personally worked for a priestess and it was like oh I can teach you this I can teach you that but you have to do a b and c for me first it was very tit for tat it was very I'm going to keep you very close and I'm not going to give you every all the information but I'm going to give you just enough to keep you on the edge somebody and I hate to say because this this priestess um was abusive to people that I that I knew like I've heard horror stories I'm not going to go too much into it because I don't like putting people business out there but this person was abusive to people um as far as like verbally I would say verbally and emotionally abusive and manipulative <laughs> and manipulative to other people um and like it's it's to me it's very sad that people would take these older practices um, and in a way kind of use them for their advantage to abuse other people. I've also heard certain situations um, where um, because of your sexual orienta orientation, you're not allowed to practice these religious systems. And it's crazy because thinking about old, old, old systems, old systems that were passed down word of mouth from our ancestors, you're not able to practice because of your sexual orientation, because of who you decide to love. You cannot practice this. I'm not going to argue with that. That's perfectly fine. But what I'm trying to say is a lot of people will use that kind of stuff to their power or to their advantage to make not only make you feel like they're better than you, but to be very predatory in their actions. You can't do this. You can't have this. You're not allowed to practice. You can't do that because you're not initiated, because you need to do A, B, and C before I initiate you, because you need to pay $50,000 in order for me to initiate you so you're a child of Oshun. Do you get what I'm saying? To me, it doesn't <clears throat> it doesn't make sense. And it's unfair that people would prey on other people like that. Or even how I was talking about in the Twin Flame community, if you pay me $30,000, I'm going to remove this curse that you have on you. You'll be surprised what, you know, like, or you want somebody to stop you, um, you pay $400 and I can do, I've had somebody tell, I had somebody tell me, another person, this was a client, this was an old client, tell me that, 
that somebody had told them that they had a curse on them. It was a love curse, which when I did pull the cards and I did look and I was like, yeah, this person kind of have like a love curse, but this has more so to do with like self-love. Like they don't love themselves because they have low self-esteem, da, 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 whatever the case is. It was, it was somewhat of like a curse that they had put on them. But in order for them to do that, they're going to prepare a bath for somebody. And they were asking the person to pay like $1,200 for a bath not even a ritual for a prepared bath of herbs. And I just thought that was outrageous that the fact that people, don't get me wrong, as a spiritualist, I don't know if I'm underselling myself, but there's something that feels wrong in me to be like, okay, I know you have a demon on you, right? Because I I do a lot of exorcisms. I know you have a demon on you, but you got to pay me $3,000. And if you don't pay me $3,000, that demon going to kill you. It's going to eat you. At the end of the day, yes, it does fuck up your reproductive system. If you're a woman, having demons attached to you can fuck up and deteriorate your health, which I'm going to go into in another episode. But it can do that. However, I think it's fucked up and it's very predatory that people know that they can't afford this stuff. Um, I've had people who take out loans to be able to get curses off. They took out loans. And I think it's very predatory if you have the, unless you're just not that skilled, which I'm not trying to be rude or arrogant. If you're not that skilled to where you need $1,200 to prepare someone a bath, I think that is ridiculous. You need $20,000 in order to do a ritual to heal some, some stuff that's going on in the 5D. I think that is absolutely ridiculous. Sorry. My bag just needed like a really good crack. But I think that's absolutely ridiculous and predatory that people will actually charge people to do that kind of stuff. But people will take advantage. People will do all kinds of horrible things in the name of spirituality. And I think as a priestess, practitioner, priest, whatever the case is, um, it's really fucked up to even hear or see these things because um, you'll be surprised at the kind of witchcraft and the kind of magic and miracles you can work with literally a piece of paper and a bag and some pee. You know what I mean? Or like what you could do with a candle and some chili peppers and some chili flakes. And I'm not saying that just go to your kitchen, start pulling stuff out and start doing it. No. I always recommend that you go see a priest, that you see a priestess if you have a demon um, on you, which I've, I've seen. I've seen other... Uh, exorcist, I think that's the correct word, people who do exorcisms, exorcist um, on TikTok and their methods and stuff that they say. And I'm like, well, where do you put the spirit? So you cast the spirit out. And I've had people who say that like, oh, they cast the spirit out. And then the spirit's living in your house, blowing out all your lights and living within in, in crawl spaces. I've had this happen to me, right? Before I knew exactly what I was doing, I casted that bitch out and that motherfucker was in my house for two weeks. I did this, how many times did I do? I did this before I started getting the point. I did this for a while and I was just like, what the hell is happening? And then I heard someone else tell me that. They were like, yeah, um, they exercised the demon. When they exercised the demon, it blew out all the lights in my, like the whole left side of the house, all the electrical sockets were out. It happened to the same with me too. Electric sockets not working, um, appliances not working, all this stuff just stopped working. Um, but the the point that I'm trying to, to get at, I always feel like you should go to a recommended priest, priestess, practitioner, somebody who knows their stuff, whatever the case is. But it sickens me, right, to know 
the fact that people will prey on you and not only will they prey on you, they will take you for everything that you have and not feel any remorse or guilt that they did this kind of stuff to you. That's very sickening personally. Um, but with that being said, I'm going to end the episode here. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I will tune, I will talk, I will tune in. I will, oh my God. I think I had too much coffee and I'm like crashing because now I'm talking fast as shit and I'm like, la, 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 la. it's like so much going on. Um, but yeah. <laughs> with that being said i adore y'all so much for tuning in thank y'all for listening to me talk but i will talk to y'all soon i hope you have an amazing day Mwah. i love you and bye